Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of those nights last night. One of those fun nights last night if you're a fan of certain teams in this town. The Knicks came out of the All-Star break, won a game for the first time in two weeks. The All-Star break may have had something to do with it taking that long, but they beat the Philadelphia 76ers last night. Something that, as you may recall, Tiki, I successfully predicted. You did. Late in the show. And you predicted it for a specific reason as well. Well, I'm not going to get into the reasons because that doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't have to show you how I made the bacon, just that the bacon was made. I think the Knicks are just going to beat the crap out of the Sixers tonight. That was me yesterday. I was you. Now, I want to give you some credit. Okay. So I was right about the Knicks are going to beat the crap out of the Sixers. We also started talking about how the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, was back. And I was asking you, are they going to abuse him minute-wise? Nope. Here's Tiki's minute prediction for Dante DiVincenzo. 34. You're going 34? 34. I'm going the over on that. Well, here's the result. 34 minutes, 38 seconds. Okay, went over, but barely. Well, so I win. <laughs> Evan always has to win. Always. No, but you... And even more important, iHeart only played, like, 11. Yeah, he was not happy about that. But, but I, mean, like... I mean, it's fine. I mean, Precious is... Have, I mean, he's serving a good role right now. And Jericho Sims played well Jericho last Sims night. played well last night. And the beauty of it is that they have to play. And so it's giving Tibbs a chance to see them. That's right. right? And it not, they're not going to play one thing when it matters, I think. But at least you get an idea of what they can do. Because I know three weeks ago we went to that game. I was like, Precious at two is pointless on this team. Mm. Pointless. Nah, and now, he's been, and now I was, we were wrong. It's like Precious Sanity right, right. now. I mean, he, without them, without him, they would, they'd be struggling right no now. No doubt. In fact, a lot of Nick fans are actually talking about that trade with the Raptors, which I got to experience last night because mm-hmm. as a Net fan, I watched IQ and RJ. That is now being called the Precious Achua trap. As it should be. He's been a legit dog. You're damn right. Now, speaking of dogs, we'll get back to your calls in a second. Uh, I put this poll out this morning on social media, and then we started talking about it on the air today because of the Ranger victory and the high expectations they have. And our Ranger fans and Nick fans secretly really don't like each other. I asked a question of that. uh, Because they're jealous of each other. What? And no one, very few people are diehards of both. They may claim it, but they're not. Well, I mean, we have a unique situation in here because Sean is a Rangers fan, mm-hmm. but he loves the Nets. Right, and Lugie is a Nick fan who right. likes the Islanders. Right, <laughs> so it's like it doesn't. It's they're, they're only half MSG'd. That's right. Which That's it right. doesn't make any sense. But I think that even those that are Ranger Nick fans, they yeah. always have a favorite child. Mm-hmm. They always have one of the teams that they like more. And sometimes when both teams are playing well, it causes resentment. That's what I've noticed. Yes, and also Madison Square Garden. And let me be crystal clear here. The Knicks own Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. The Rangers and their fans, they rent it 
Mm. We Jeez. allow your presence. We own it. When you think of MSG, you think of the Knicks and the Rangers. You rent it. Is we the, allow the, your presence. Is the ice on top of the, the hardwood? <laughs> I don't know is, all the specifics. Or is it the- Hardwood on top of the ice. I think the hardwood's on top of the ice because oh, occasionally. Oh, 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 so so. Yeah. What's the foundation then? <laughs> You're killing me here, Barbara. I don't know. <laughs> Just asking. The foundation question. of this city is basketball. How about that? And well, it's a basketball it, city. In fairness, the Rangers have been around longer than the Knicks. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just if, if we're being technical about this. Yeah, so the, the foundation of the sports and the foundation of the actual building yeah. is ice. Yeah. Jeff McNeil shows up for the Ranger game. The Knicks get A-list celebrities. They know what's up. Mm. We know who <laughs> is king in this town, the sexiness of okay. the Knicks. You know, who, you know who else showed up for the Rangers game? Brian Dable and Joe Shane. Right. Oh, boom! Oh, he got you there. What? I'll take Ben Stiller. <laughs> now you still believe the Knicks will go further than the Rangers. Sean believes the Rangers will go further than the Knicks, and I respect that. I respect your fandoms. I think something needs to be put on the line. So, do you guys have a bet that we can all follow while we eat our popcorn and watch this mm. hilariousness ensue? I think we have something really good. That Let I'm, me hear it. I can't wait to see Lugie pay off. Um, very simple. Whichever team goes further, the other has to dress like that sports trophy. <laughs> For a shot. <laughs> Wait, so, so if the Rangers go further, which I think they will. Then the next. Lugie has to do an entire show, painted head to toe in silver, dressed as the Stanley Cup. Lord hat Stanley. On the he will be Lord mm. Stanley for a show. If the Knicks go further, Rangers have a bad first-round ouster. Knicks get to the, even just the second round. I have to come in head-to-toe silver looking like the Larry O'Brien. Better trophy. start doing your sit-ups there because your shirt's going to be off for an entire show. Shirt off, too, yeah. The Larry O'Brien trophy is gold. That's right. You know what? I forgot because we haven't seen one in so long in this town. <laughs> no, that's true, though. You can't even laugh at that. You're right. It is gold. Uh, in fact, I don't think that award was the Larry O'Brien Trophy the last time in team <laughs> No, no, the Larry O'Brien Trophy started in 1977, 1978. Yeah. So there was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm laughing. It's my team too, by the way. Sure. My team hasn't won. Okay, so I think I approve that, Tiki. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think that works. I'll have to do the whole show. My head tilted I'm just like trying a to basketball. Figure out how you're going to do that. Like, yeah. How, like what's the what's it going to actually look like? Well, I'm going to be basically gold. With like a, a flat base around me, and on top will be the pivot basketball. Goal. So I want to be fair about this. If they both get eliminated in the same round, in my opinion, the tiebreaker would be who came closest to winning the series based on games. So hypothetically, if the Knicks lose in the first round in five and the Rangers lose in the first round in six, then I would say the Rangers went further. Is that is that a fair? I, I'm going to be fair. Tiebreak. I'm going to be yes. even more fair. Yeah. I think there doesn't have to be a tiebreaker. I think I understand uh, value. I'm that confident. I am willing to dress as the trophy if Lugie is, if we both get eliminated in the same round. Really? And you get a double payoff. Really? I respect that, and I'm down for that, too. Nice. You're saying tie goes to the runner and the runner being Lugie? If we both... No, no. Tie tie goes to both of them. Correct. If we're both idiots and we've both over-exaggerated our outcome, we both have to look like morons together. So if you both go to the conference finals and lose, then we you... have to sit there 
dressed as the dumb trophies that neither of our teams will win. <laughs> and then, that, and then we run it back next year because neither team's going anywhere. <laughs> we'll get a winner eventually. <laughs> eventually. All right, I approve that I bet. I do. I love that. I think that's a really good bet. In fact, I think uh, anyone listening, if you have a friend that's a Nick fan and you're a Ranger fan or vice versa, we give you permission to play this game at home with them. <laughs> you can take this bet amongst yourselves and use it as well. You have to dress up for a day or a week or whatever you agree on as the trophy of the other sport. <laughs> that is so weird to me because I never thought of that. It's going to be hard to do. Like, the execution is going to be interesting. I'm confident Lugie will pull it off. <laughs> I'm not going to spend one minute thinking about it because Sean's going to lose. Uh, Tiki, I believe it was Jameis Winston that once uttered the words, eat that W. Eat that W. Prepared to eat it. This is not exactly breaking news as it happened pre-show. We missed it. There will not be any further discipline on Rangers forward Matt Rempe for his hit on Nathan Bastian there last night. The Department of Player Safety didn't deem it worthy of a suspension. Disgrace, they're wrong. So they're wrong. Should be suspended. He will not be arrested nor suspended. They realized his height caused the hit. Oh, right. come on. So now he's got free reign to just elbow anybody not, he wants he in the head? Do anything. He didn't elbow him. He went in with his shoulder, and Bastion's head was disgusting. He was like looking at the, like he'd lost his ice cream on the, on the, on the ice and got nailed. You have to be aware of where contact is coming no, from. No, I'm aware of it. And I think that Boomer should be banned from ever saying screw the Ranger button ever again. Because this is a disgrace. This is embarrassing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is embarrassing for the league. Because this guy deserved to be suspended, I think, for nine games. But it wasn't malicious or intentional. Do you think that Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve should have the same size strike zone? That has nothing to do with this. It does. It's the point. It's a strike zone for an NHL player yes. into hitting somebody. Interesting. Yeah. Are you concerned, Lugie, that <laughs> You've most... You've taken a loss. Not nah, whatever, I right. lost. Are you concerned that most of it's social media, <laughs> when I put that poll out, thinks the Rangers are going further like by a lot? No, I don't care about any dopey poll that the Coalition of Nick haters and the whiny Net fans that voted on it. I don't care about What do the Net results. fans have to do? Because they're losers relevant. and they picked the Rangers. That's why. <laughs> That's why. So, no, I don't I care mean, about your stupid right. poll. <laughs> she's probably correct. You think uh, that most people... Disproportionately, your followers are Net fans also. I know, they hear about it. I know what kind of squad I have, and I know the kind of squad the Rangers have. I know it. They know it. They're not winning a cup with Igor. They don't want to admit it. I'll do it for you. He's soft, and you aren't winning. You and we know, have dudes, and we have dogs. You know your second best player is Julius Randle? 
The Knicks have dudes and the Knicks have dogs. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. You can't bring up the injury thing and then I'm say Randall up, no, no. I didn't bring up injuries. is going to choke, too. Well, you're calling Igor soft he in the is. postseason, and I'm calling Julius Randall what? Who's more important, the goalie or the star player on the basketball team? The My star are... player is Jalen Brunson. Their star player is the goalie that can't get it done. It's not. But either way, we're full of cats and men on the Rangers. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Find out. Let's go to Frank and Warwick. Good afternoon, Frank. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's, what's up, up, man? Um... I just want to. I'm a Nick and a Ranger fan, but I'm gonna have to go with Rangers on this one. Mm. Um, I think they're they're a top three team in the league, but I think it's a lot closer than what people think. And I don't trust Julius Randle in the playoffs. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, I, I will tell yeah. you. But do you trust Shesterkin? I do. I, I there's some games that he is the entire team. Um, yeah, he is a little soft. I do agree with that. Um, but the guy can take over a game. Easily, and I don't think Randall can. Here's what would scare me about the Rangers. Even though I side with the Rangers as the team to go further, here's what would scare me. If the New York Knicks continue to get healthy, and the New York Knicks, who are not completely buried from getting, let's say, the two seed, Mm -hmm. because right now they trail Cleveland by four games in the loss column, three overall. It is certainly not insurmountable. No. Let's go Knicks. If they're able to jump up to two, And now, all of a sudden, their first-round matchup potentially is, let's say, the Orlando Magic. (laughs) Or potentially the Chicago Bulls, if they finish strong, even though they've lost two in a row. Or potentially even the Philadelphia 76ers, and Joel Embiid doesn't come back. I think that first round, to me, would feel safer than the complete unpredictability of the NHL. And what I mean by that is right now, you know who the Rangers could potentially face in the first round of the playoffs? Potentially. Who? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm. Like ain't, that's, ain't your daddy's Lightning. I, yeah. I, I understand, but would you not agree that the Lightning beating the Rangers in the first round feels a lot more real than, let's say, the Knicks losing to the Chicago Bulls or an less Philadelphia 76ers? Sure, I would agree. The, okay, that's my only point. That's my point. Like, the NHL is dangerous. The first round is dangerous. But we're feeling dangerous. Okay, Mm. you woke up dangerous. I I also like to live dangerously. The only team that would scare me in the playoffs in the East is the Miami Heat. I will admit that. The Heat scare me. Any other team will wax them. But in the playoffs? Yeah, the entire Celtics, Cavs, Bucks. The Bucks are a mess. Doc Rivers is a total joke. They're going nowhere. The Celtics, KP will get hurt. They'll be done. Their coach is another loser that will wax them. We showed that the Cavs are soft. They're done. The Sixers, they could go pack it in. They're finished, and Bede's not going to play. Who are you going to give me, Indiana and Orlando? confidence flying out. Oh, I'm very confident. This is so weird. Like, I know I missed two days this week. Did you allow him to do meth in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a no-drug policy here at the station. But, no, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm flying high. It's time that the Knicks fans let everybody know what's up. The Celtics, they're just throwing Missoula, give uh-huh. me a break. Bro, they're soft, too. I'm Can telling you, you right now. Miami but, Heat are the only dogs that I'm afraid of. Can you remind me of all the NBA final appearances Tom Thibodeau has? Thanks. I'll hang up and take the call off there. <laughs> Go ahead. I refuse to answer that question. Well, because there's no answer because he hasn't been to one. Oh. So for all the crap okay. you're going to talk about Joe Mazzulla and all the crap yeah, you're going to talk about Glenn Rivers, yeah. well, Glenn has one. Well, and Glenn, Glenn has one. Okay, what's his record since he got to the Bucks? He's already thrown his players so under the bridge. So the season's over because they're losing games in February? No, but they're already putting in their built-in excuses in, in Milwaukee. I have no fear of Doc Rivers but in the playoffs. Bring it on. your season isn't like, concluded in February in the NBA. 
Like, I get it. The Bucks are a mess right now. I get the concern about Glenn Rivers, but you talk like your head coach has won anything. I laid out you a do. path. You do. You talk that way. I laid out a path, and I even gave you a little pound of flesh with the Heat. I would be scared of the Miami Heat. I respect their head coach. I respect Jimmy Butler. That's it, though. Not giving you any other team. You don't respect mm. the Celtics? Nope. Dude, Saturday nope. night at Madison Let's see Jason Garden. Tatum put it together. Okay. Bring it on. Put it together. <laughs> Bring it on. Put it together. Bring it on. Most they, overrated they, star they in the sport. better not lose by 20. <laughs> what, oh. in the regular season that doesn't matter that yeah. Evan just brought oh, up? Saturday. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll be here on Monday. It's not often that I find myself easily rooting for the Boston mm. Celtics, but Saturday night is a night to party. I'll tell you that right now. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Knicks will be ready. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let's go to Mike in Staten Island. How are you, Mike? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Not if, but when the New York Rangers and the New York Knicks both win their respective titles. What happens then? (laughs) I have a great answer to that, and I hope you guys would accept this. If somehow both teams win, I will dress up as the Larry O'Brien trophy for a day, and then the next day I'll dress up as the Stanley Cup. You don't want me to do either one? Oh, yeah. You want to do it, too? All right. We'll do both. Yeah. I love it. That's and you guys, maybe you guys go to the parade dressed as those, and then we'll do the show after. Love it. About that. Oh, crap. I didn't even think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want to be? You want to be Larry O'Brien or you want to be Lord Stanley? I mean, we're going to flip pe- a coin. Black people don't play hockey, right? So, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We got Keandre Miller. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Larry O'Brien. You want to be Larry O'Brien? Actually, you know, it would be funny if I was Lord Stanley. Okay. He did serve in a regiment in Liverpool. What? When. The actual Lord's Day. You did some research? Of course I did. <laughs> I got in the rabbit hole. Uh, I think that's a good answer, though. We will, under the unlikeliest circumstances, and trust me, that is not happening. Right. And like, if it did, wow. Wow. <laughs> now, like, it's imagining things that are impossible. Like, I mean, we all talk. It's impossible. No, that's impossible. I, it, the Rangers and the Knicks and Apple play a title this year. Come reality on. Reality rise. Yeah. The Rangers have a, have a chance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just what we started the show talking about. Okay. The Rangers have a chance. It's I'll give really a just about the Knicks. The Knicks are not winning an NBA title. Stop it. Now, if they get healthy, I'm not fully <laughs> endorsing what Lugie's saying because I think it. he's delusional. Stop. It. And maybe on, I don't know, crystals or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Boston is not unbeatable. No one's saying they're unbeatable. Right? But the Cleveland, they beat. Okay. Milwaukee is flawed. Yeah, but, but Tiki, you're talking about an NBA title. They'd have to beat Denver. They're not beating I, I Denver. Under, I understand that. And so then you have to figure out with Mitchell Robinson, I Hart, and Precious, maybe just fouling the hell out of oh, stop Jokic. It. This is a delusional yeah, conversation. Just, dude, Precious, you got one job. <laughs> I don't care if you score a point. I don't care if you don't make it till halftime. Make his life miserable. Period. You know what? I'll up this for you. I'll up this for you because I'm so confident. If the Knicks even get to the NBA Finals, I'll dress as the Larry O'Brien trophy. You got it. In fact, the entire week, in fact, every time they play a Finals game, I will come to work dressed as the Larry O'Brien trophy. Done. Man, you're going to make me start rooting for the Knicks. (laughs) Let's go to Mike in Hoboken. What's going on, Mike? Hey, guys. Love the show. Wanted to chime in on this little bet here. I think you have to incorporate the rival team's jersey as part of this deal, uh, Lou Gower in, in a, a, a Rangers jersey for the entire show. I mean, you have to some way incorporate that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. Would you like that? Would you like maybe the day before? Warm it up. You got to oh, like wear a day a, before. Yeah, thing. like you were. I wouldn't do it with the trophy because you got to be the yeah. trophy. But maybe the day before is like an appetizer. 
I don't mind that. I mean, I like an Aussie cheese fry from Outback, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down. I think yeah, that makes a lot that's of sense. That's easy. That's an easy one. Let's go to Matt in Brick. What's going on, Matt? What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, uh, Evan, first time, long time. Tiki, as a Giants fan, just want to say thank you for Love everything. It. It, uh, two points. Uh, Tiki, you came, in, you, you came in earlier. You said the Rangers weren't a top-five team going into the season. No, uh, favorite. I'm going to disagree. I'm a, Wait, what, they, I'm talking about favorite. Were they a favorite? Do you know the odds? Yeah, yeah. I would say they were easily top five favorite to win the Stanley Cup going I, into October. I mean, it, mm. it's you know, Carolina, Edmonton, Dallas. You know that, why? Though no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something crazy. Tenth. Yeah, I'll tell you something crazy. They're not top five because even right now they're not top five, right. which is crazy. Like I'm on no, the FanDuel no, Sportsbook not, app. Eh, well, all, I'm not like, right now. Not right now. Only because you know. No offense, but I don't want to be playing my best hockey in February. Or no, I don't know. I'm not even talking about that. May, I'm May talking, June. Hey, Matt, I was talking perception. and Because Sean and I were chatting about this. They, I mean, they were 10th preseason. I'm staring uh, at it right now. They, were right? they, weren't, they weren't expected to be this great team. Now, they are playing like it now. And that, that, that's really the point is what they're doing now. But I'm just saying coming into the season, new coach, you know, whatever happened with the Devils. Like There was some hangover from a, a year ago that – you weren't going and saying, oh, yeah, they're, they're the favorite. There's I don't no, think no they way. were the favorite, but I definitely think as a Ranger fan, you came into this season oh, thinking they got confident. a chance to win a cup. I'm talking Vegas, dude. I'm talking about the people who bet on these things. But Vegas. Set the lines on these things. But Vegas isn't, to me, always accurate. Like, sometimes yeah. Vegas overhypes New York teams and underrates New York teams because of the action that it's going to get. But even if they did underrate it, they were 10th. Right. They were 20 to 1. The Avalanche were 9 to 1. So it's close enough to the top, but still there's a but, wide gap of teams. Now, but granted, they made a coaching change. But they also hired a coach that's won before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they hired some guy off the street right. who they have no idea. Right. Think about what the Rangers had accomplished going into the collapse last year. They had been in an Eastern Conference Finals, and they were up 2-0 against the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. They looked like they were on their way. They obviously choke and collapse. Sorry about that. They lose that series. So going into the following year with a brand-new head coach who had already won before, I'm just saying from afar they should have been one of the favorites. Yeah. Uh, again, they were close enough, but nobody thought for sure they'd be a cup favorite. People thought regression. They're not regressing. And by the way, our last caller brings up a very good point, and it's the same thing that befell the Knicks. You don't want to be playing your best hockey or mm-hmm. best basketball in January and February. Like, one of the things Lugie said earlier when screaming and yelling about the Knicks was best record in January. <laughs> like, okay, that's great. The hell does that mean? And same thing for the Rangers. And President Cup winners don't win. Well, that's not the other thing. 2012. Yeah, it's not that you don't want to be playing your best hockey now. You just don't want to be stumbling and not playing prime hockey at the end. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. they could go through a little bit of lull, pick back up. But these wins now matter because you want those Game 7s in Madison Square Garden. And what these games do is they reinforce what I have said, which is this is a season in which you better win the freaking Cup. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't win the freaking Cup, this season was a disappointment. That's Yankee world. You're living in Yankee world. Disaster. Not a a failure. Yeah. Can I ask you something, Evan? Realistically, which season ends first, the Rangers or the Mets? You keep keep focusing this on the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) The Rangers season ends first. What are you talking about? What happens first? Kodai Senga throws a pitch or the Rangers season's over? The Rangers season is over. I'll make that prediction. Mm. The Rangers season will be over before Kodai throws a pitch. I think your season ends second week of May. And I think Sanga pitches on June 4th. How about that? Mm. Interesting. 
Is that what? is that a fair prediction? What I mean, I, I I agree that Senga will throw a pitch after, but the Rangers season will end right. mid-June. What <laughs> happens first? Yes. The Jets get knocked out of the playoffs? Or Pete Alonso signs a contract? The Jets get knocked out. <laughs> oh, definitely the Jets get knocked out of the playoffs. I love these hypotheticals. I mean, Pete Alonso's going to sign his extension on February 17th, basically. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's signing. It's not happening anytime soon. Let's go to Matt and Waldwick. What's going on, Matt? What's up, guys? Yo. How you doing? Uh... Love the show so far today. Um, just quick question, Evan. Yes. Um, I'm planning on picking up a couple steaks to grill. Should I leave them out for a little bit before <laughs> I grill them? Or am I going to put them right on the grill from the fridge? Well, I was, I was like, who am I going to ask this question? <laughs> you should ask the guy that's never and grilled I, before. And I, and I, and I, and I turn <laughs> on the radio this morning and I, and I hear, you know, Geo discussing this. I'm like, there's no way Evan never grilled. I am so like, curious, by the way. I'm so curious, yeah. by the way. This came up on the air, I'd mm-hmm. say, two weeks ago. Right. What caused yeah, like Giannotti <laughs> to figure it out now? Which is I don't fine. Know. It was a caller. <laughs> oh, a caller brought up and said, Evan uh, doesn't want a barbecue? Basically said, Gio, all this scuttlebutt. How come you haven't brought up Evan not barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I... <laughs> And I tell you, the hilarious thing was, I don't know who said it, but they were like, oh, no, I think a caller said it was like, that should be like an interview question for, to host a radio show. Like, have you ever grilled before? <laughs> well, then, well, then and guess they, what? I, would, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. Jerry had your back, though. Jerry said you lived in a lot of apartments. Now you live with a cooking. He gave the whole thing. Cooking, father oh, so he listened. He listened to over the segment then. Jerry did. Yeah. That's what that's what I said. Thank you. And Gio's point was though, you own a nice house, nice but at some point on a July afternoon, okay, but tell if, Abuelo, move over, okay. give me the spatula. Abuelo is a chef. Yeah. A chef. I agree. Right? Yeah. Therefore, if you have a chef, you don't cook. It's a you're spot on. Like, here's where, and for those that aren't aware, I guess a few weeks ago it came up that I have never, ever grilled. Just have never done it. Mm. And while off the surface that sounds nuts, which I totally understand. My explanation that I guess Jerry laid out this morning and Tiki mentioned when we talked about this is that I move out of my house as a kid. I move out when I'm 17 years old. That's when I left my parents. I go live in an apartment and another apartment and another apartment. I lived in an apartment between the ages of 17 and when I finally bought the house that me and my wife live in. So while I'm in an apartment, I never barbecue. Yeah. And some of those apartments, you can't. You can't. Like, you can get the little George Foreman grill and stick it on the balcony. Well, I've done George Foreman grills. Does that count? No, it doesn't count. <laughs> okay. That thing doesn't even have an on-off switch. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if it was, I used to live off George Foreman grills. So I never barbecued living in the apartment. Now, we move into this beautiful house, and I remember when my wife said, hey, you think it would be all right if our par- my parents lived mm-hmm. with us? Not my parents, her parents. And I was like, I love your parents. I think it'll work. And it's been great. Like, we have a great relationship. I love my mother-in-law. love my father-in-law. We've never had a crossword. I've lived in the same house with them, our house, for how many years now? Since 2015. Allowing, 2016. Allowing him to watch the wrong championship games, the yeah. whole thing. Well, that was an innocent mistake. <laughs> eight years. Eight so years. eight years we've lived there. He is a retired chef. And also what I've learned marrying into the Latino culture mm. is that one of the ways they show love is by cooking. Mm. That is a true right. story. I never knew that till I met my wife. And she explained it to me because there was one day where, and I'll never forget, it was the biggest fight we ever had. I didn't wait for her to have dinner. Didn't do it. Just ate the dinner. <laughs> and I, <laughs> It's the one time where our relationship could have ended. 
It could have been. Wow. It was so severe, and I didn't understand it because I grew up in a household in which, like, we ate dinner together, but sometimes we didn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always the case. Yeah. Schedules don't line up. Whatever. A, lo- right. a lot of nights, me and my dad would go to Met games. We would just eat dinner at Chase State. Like, it just wasn't a thing. So it wasn't a big deal. My wife explains it with, like, look in her eyes of hell. <laughs> like, you don't get it. You don't get it. And she called me a name I cannot repeat on the air. <laughs> I think it's kind of whatever. Yeah. In Latino culture, Food is love. And I said, okay. So when my father-in-law makes dinner every single night, and I get it, you can make fun of it. Oh, Evan's lazy. Oh, he's got a living chef. It's love. Because there have been nights, and I learned this the hard way, where I was like, I'm good. Oh, my God. You <laughs> think I assaulted him. Sit down and eat. <laughs> no, no, you eat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the food. You eat the food. It's love. So I totally understand where you, Sean, and I didn't get to hear G, but what G was probably saying, come on, you got to learn. I Say abo, abuelo, move to the side, let me cook. If I did that, it's like an assault on love. I can't do it. So my only option to ever grill is to just do it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, because I can't do it at home. And I get it. Come on, That's over. how he shows love. I have a grill. I never turn it on. Come on Thank over. Thank you, Tiki. I will. <laughs> I've pivoted on this. I totally see where you're coming from. And understand. by the way, there was another caller later on that said you ended up nailing it. You have somebody that cooks for you and you go to all the games you want. Nobody questions it. Your in-laws live with you. So that guy, that job. <laughs> I, all I am saying is we have a nice, lengthy summer. I think you just approach him with love and say, I just want to learn. You can still be the cook. Just teach me your ways. Mm. Or at the very least... Have both of your sons stand there so that they have the ability to pass it on down the line. <laughs> Somewhere along yeah. the line, somebody else in your house needs to learn his ways and how to grill so they can continue the tradition of passing point. out love. That's a good point. Passing down a tradition. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good point. With that said, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice suggestion. But, yeah. So I've never cooked. But I will go over to your house, Tiki, and I'll, like, make a burger or something nice, like that. Nice. Just don't flip it one, t- one time. That's it. Just one time. More of your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. And we address what was a massive fight last night at The Rock between a Devil fan and a Ranger fan. It was the kind of fight that I don't think I've ever seen. We'll explain it. Plus, who goes further, the Knicks or Rangers? It's a hot debate around here amongst angry Nick and Ranger fans. We are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. You can also try some live same-game parlays, which are fun, exclusive props, and more. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Evan and shoot your shot. FanDuel.com slash Evan. The app is safe and secure. It's easy to use. I love using it. I'm a big live game better. So like last night... If the Knicks were down, I probably would have money-lined them. I never money-lined the Sixers last night because I always knew they weren't coming back and winning. When the Nets were close with the Raptors, I knew the entire time we were going to win, and I was dead wrong. I actually was confident last night, believe it or not. I really thought the Nets were going to win under Kevin Ollie, and instead they lost by 112. Coming up in a little bit, we'll take a listen to what Steve Cohen had to say concerning Pete Alonzo in a long-term contract and also Hal Steinbrenner yesterday. After listening to Hal, I'm even more convinced they're not going to get Blake Snell. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. I remember after the Ranger Islander game last Sunday at MetLife Stadium, Sean Morash was in the building, and he made the comment to us, Tiki, that he was surprised how fans really got along with each other. (laughs) There were no fights. Everything was okay. And that's surprising considering there was so much tailgating. There was so much alcohol involved. 
And the Rangers and the Islanders are bitter rivals that you would have thought that things could have gotten out of hand, and luckily it did not. Last night at the Ranger-Devil game, Mm. there is a video, and I just retweeted it. There's a video of a Devil fan. He's wearing a Jack Hughes jersey, and he's literally two rows off of the ice. So we're talking about primo seats. And he's getting into a yelling match with a guy in a winter jacket. Okay? No, no Rangers, no Devils, just a winter jacket. As they start arguing, a Ranger fan comes down to kind of side with winter jacket guy. And another Devil fan wearing a Jack Hughes jersey, apparently those are the only jerseys they sell, he comes down (laughs) and joins with Jack Hughes guy. And they're just talking to each other. They're very adamant. There's no fight. And then out of absolute nowhere, the first Jack Hughes guy headbutts Winter Coke guy. Like, out of nowhere. He's like, they're talking real close. And boom, he like sends his head into him. Now, I am not a fighter, I have to admit. I've been in very, very few fights. Is that a normal first punch to, like, begin the action by going headbutt instead of, you know, cocking your arm back and saying, all right? Not really. Maybe in the movies. Yeah. You do that in the movies to get somebody off guard. I don't think you do that in real life. I was just saying, in the point to protect your head at all costs, the (laughs) headbutt to me has never made sense as a power move in a fight. No. Never. Not all. What are you going to do? And how does that It's going to hurt your head as much as it's going to hurt their head. Right. How does it hurt them any more than it would hurt you? I don't know. Unless you hit, you know how to hit on the side or there's, I don't know, you know where the hard part of your head is. I have no idea. I've never even thought about. Hitting somebody with my head. You ever. never thought about going with the headbutt first? Never. Not you, that I've ever been in fights, but... Have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, but not... You really. got one on the field you told me about, yeah, right? but not really. Wrestling. It's more wrestling fights. Interesting. Not punching fights. So you never got drunk at a devil game and started no. fighting with a Ranger fan? No. <laughs> Sean's definitely been in a fight at a game. Not at a game. No. You know what? I really? Said, seriously. First you're, of all... But, but Sean, you're so... like I, I mean, this with all due respect. Yeah. You're so obnoxious. I'm not at games, though. I'm the guy that everybody likes having a good time with, hugging, slapping hands. I actually don't really taunt guys at games, the opposing thing. I have fun with it. I am a fighter, not a lover. Also, I am not a fan of paying money to go somewhere, a lot of money, and not seeing the ending of a game. I still like that from a sports perspective. High school, would I, you know, get into an occasional get my ass kicked because I had a wise mouth? Sure. But not as an adult, no. Well, the other thing that would scare me as an adult, besides the fact that I would get my ass kicked, so I'll raise my hand. Like, I would probably lose a fight to 98% of the population. Like, I remember once the discussion was, hey, if there were fights around here at WFA and who would win? Yeah. I'd lose to everybody. Like, literally, I don't think there is a person here I would confidently say I'd beat in a fight. I would lose to you. I'd lose to Sean. Lugie's like, really... You're probably the closest person I'd be, but I'd probably lose to you, too. On this show, I'm the closest, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you're definitely... Well, no, I think overall on the entire radio station. No, I think there's a couple people you could come close with. Who? Giannotti? I'd buy no, a ticket for that he's one. he's a bull, dude. The guy played football in high school. Yeah, 20 years ago. He also... One thing about G, and I, I noticed this from the, the few years where we worked together, where, like, worked together as in he was the producer of our show. When he gets mad, he gets mad. I see. What so about Jerry? Got, Bad back? Well, let me get to Jerry. I'm just analyzing Geo first. <laughs> I think, A, he's big, like bigger than me. He well, played football, so he has some toughness, like in high school. And he's got the temper where if he wants to beat your ass, he'll beat your ass. So, that, first of all, hmm. I, there's no sh- Giannotti would eat me out. Eat but maybe he'll feel respect for you. He produced for you. Maybe he'll be like, I'll take it easy on Evan. I don't want to embarrass nah. him. And maybe you could catch him with the left or catch him with a right or no, something. I think Giannotti would easily kick my ass. Tierney right. would easily kick my ass. Did you catch that, T? Yeah, just leave it alone. Uh, 
I don't know what you're talking Reco's about. Reco's got a bad back. <laughs> Reco. He no. does do karate. Nah, like but Reco Reco's very similar to G in that when Reco gets pissed, he will destroy you. Mm. In fact, bad back or so not, get very elevated. underrated. So elevated emotions. Yes. Quickly. Yes. Right. My attitude would be to try to make a joke and Jerry would just like bite my nose yeah. off. So yeah. Reco would kill. I mean, Boomer, I'm not going to waste time on. He would destroy. He would look Bo- at me. Boomer would win any fight in this building. Even over you? I, mean, I wouldn't even try to fight. Because he's big? He's just massive. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would pick me up like a child right. and just throw me like a football. That's how it would go. <laughs> he wouldn't even beat me up. He'd just, like, he'd drop back to pass, big left arm, and throw me across the field. Keith would kick my ass. Totally. Big Mac would kick my ass. Landslide. Yeah, no, literally, there's not a person about, in this building I would beat I mean, up. This was like a serious punch-throwing fight. Yeah, yeah. This fight was real. Of course it was. Well, the guy started with a headbutt. But the guy with the jacket, the puffy coat jacket guy, he was in his seat. Like, he gets up from his seat, which yeah. is mid-row, yeah. and then comes out. The, the action is happening on the ice. You wonder like what was shed to make somebody get up right. like that. I, it sounds like it was, it feels to me like it was something something that happened elsewhere. Oh, no. maybe up in the concourse. Right, in the concourse. Down. And then the kid, in, the kid in the devil's jersey comes down to confront him. For something that was, I don't know. I don't know what happened. No, I'll tell you exactly what happened. The Devil fan said to the Ranger fan, you're better win the Stanley Cup and the season's a waste Stop of time. I, I think, but think about this. This is how crazy this Ranger run is. It's making people throw headbutts out of frustration when they're not rooting for them. The only, the only positive I could see out of the headbutt strategy is that when you, like, let's say I was fighting you right now. Uh-huh. I'm standing up. I'll do a demonstration. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fight Tiki Barber. And I cock my arm back. You see it happening. Right. You see I'm, I'm going back and right. I'm punching, right? I'm like punching. There's like a good couple of seconds where you have time to quickly like not even punch me back. Just right. block me. Right. Just quickly stop me. Now, if we're looking at each other, I'm like, all right, Tiki. And then I go like this. <laughs> I'm headbutting. I'm moving my head. And it my head's moving. Uh-huh. You don't have any time. No, you're right. So maybe the reason you go headbutt <laughs> it's is that, yeah, it's, just, it's shock and awe. You have no idea it's coming. I think if you headbutt, you have to target it. Either nose or Teeth, because it looked like he went for his teeth. I'm looking at it again. That's smart yeah. strategy. Yeah, he went right at his teeth. You knock him out real quick. Right. Not good for concessions. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's crazy. So you've never been in a fight at a game show, and I'm surprised. No. Because you're very, again, I, I apologize. Rangers, you're very obnoxious. Rangers, Giants, nothing. No, but <laughs> I'm also a big fan. I don't like, I would never want to get thrown out of a game. I got thrown out of a game once in Philly, but that wasn't my fault. Actually, another one at Shea. Why Again, were you, right. well, hold, on, hold on. Why were you throwing they out? They escorted you out for your safety. That's what they say. You ever hear the, the term guilt by association? Yeah, of course. To run yes. by me? Yes. So we went to Mets Phillies. I'm a non-Met or Philly fan. Well, hold on. You got thrown out of a Met Philly game? In Philly, yeah. <laughs> uh, because of a Philly fan arguing with my buddy who was a Met fan, some terrible F-bombs were dropped back and forth, and the Philly Citizens Bank Security dragged all the Met fans in the group out of there, oh. of which I was a part of. So we yeah. put tail between. We took a bus there with 50 people. We had to go watch the last seven innings from Chickie and Pete's Get out. before going it home. It happened that early in the Second game? Second inning, I was furious. Uh, yeah, I said, I'm never they, coming think, back with you, Met fans. I think they do that in Philly to protect you. Yeah. It was one. Like they, I'm just, they I'm toss sitting you here, out yeah. to protect you. I'm sitting there. I'm having a beer. I'm like, I just want to enjoy the game. I was 21 years old. <laughs> so you got just, thrown you out. You should have just said, I'm not with them. Yeah. I, I don't know them. Well, you just got to say, <laughs> I hate the Mets. What are you talking about? Shit by myself with the Philly fans the I'm rest not, of the I'm game? Not, yeah. I mean, That's whatever. torture, too. So what was the other game you got thrown out of? Mets, Braves, Old Shea. Well, hold on. You got but, thrown out of two Mets games? Yeah. You need it near my games. But at least they're a National League. They're not your American League rival. Now, there is crossover with the Eagles. But 
baseball-wise, this you're is fine. Same group of Met fans, okay? So Met fans are getting you ejected from yeah. Met games. So we went, I think this was senior year of high school, Bobby Cox comes out for a pitching change. My friend yells, you suck, Cox, at Bobby Cox. Oh, oh God. Stand up, and the security guard, <laughs> oh, I guess unaware of the manager's name, thought vulgar language was dropped, and he threw us right out. <laughs> and I'll never forget, he took my friend's ticket that Heath Bell had just signed. Uh, and would not give his Heath Bell autograph back, so he got to a fight with security, and then you know the NYP had to come and get the ticket back. Oh, it was a whole thing. But um, he did get his ticket back. He got his ticket yeah. back because it did have an autograph. I yeah. mean, Heath Bell autograph ticket yeah. before he became a big closer. I was going to say because with the Mets he stunk, but then he turned out to be a good player once they got rid of him. I was going to yeah. say, who is that? No, it's my friend Billy, a, a big you no, suck no, no. cox, who and was that was Heath it. Bell. <laughs> Heath Bell. <laughs> That's amazing to me that of all the teams you root for, because you are a diehard fan, but you're you know slightly obnoxious, which is is fine. Uh, that you've only been ejected from games in which your team wasn't even playing it. You went to yeah. two Met games and got thrown out. And it was the group I was with that got ejected, right. not me. Yeah. The only Both times, time, just but you're not contributing. I'm not a Met fan. What are you, Met fan jerks? But the Yankee fans are animals, please. The only time I ever even came close was when me, Beningo, and Ernie Acosta, our producer, <laughs> went to the Jets-Patriots game. The primetime game where we lost 45-3 to and then a few weeks later beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. So it was obviously the 2010 season. And I did nothing. And Joe did nothing because all we were doing was just cursing out the Jets. We were disgusted by the effort. And Ernie, for some reason, has his Yankee hat on. And we're like, what are you, why are we doing this? We're already the enemy maybe, in Boston. Maybe it was the only hat he had. Oh, you find a different hat. <laughs> I don't know. Or you don't wear a hat. I'm just asking. I'm just being, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, I have one rule. Like, I'm all for going to visiting ballparks. I've done it. I, I will wear my stuff. It's not like I'm hiding it. Yeah. But don't bring up another team. Like, don't, when I went to Nets Sixers in the postseason, obviously I'm not going to have much of an issue. They don't care about the Nets. Mm. But I didn't show up with a Met hat. Just wait till your London trip. What's wrong with my London trip? Just wait. What does that mean? They're going to attack me in London? Nope. Randomest fans you're ever going to see. I don't know don't, what you mean by that. They don't know their sport. You ever seen the international games? Oh, you're like, talking about Mets, Phillies? The buc- There'll be like the random buc- fans there? The Buccaneers versus the Chargers. Whatever. Yeah. Let's pick a team. You'll see Giants jerseys. You'll see Eagles jerseys. You'll right, right. see Jaguars jerseys. You'll see everything because they're not they're not fans. You think that's what's going to happen for Mets, Phillies, and London? Mets, Phillies, and London. It's going to be Diamondback gonna be, jerseys. It's going to be the most random jerseys. Probably not even the same sport. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Mets, Phillies game in London. So I am doing something where I'm going out to London, but I'm very picky about where I sit. So earlier <laughs> this morning, the Mets sent me an email as a season ticket holder. Hey, yeah. we got great news. Here's a discount if you want to buy tickets in London. Aren't so you, I, don't you already have your tickets? I do not have tickets. Oh, I, I may have tickets through the uh, tour I'm doing, but again, I don't trust anyone's oh, I tickets. See. I need to sit specifically oh, where I want to sit. This is so perfect. Right. If I'm so flying evident. to London, I'm sorry, I can't be on the third baseline. I just, I, I don't want to. I want to be behind home plate. That's just the way I am. I'm a mm. snob, okay? And I'll pay it. Like, I'm not asking for freebies. I will pay for tickets. It's the same way with the radio station. Sometimes they give me Yankee tickets, uh-huh. and I'm like, no, I don't want to sit there. And I'd rather be in a certain spot, so I'll go out and I'll buy my own tickets. Wait, the, the station tickets are great. Yeah, but sometimes they're on the line. I don't like it. So I buy my own tickets. <laughs> I, I, and this seems like a great opportunity to go to London, hang out with Evan before and after the game. Is part of this that these people think they're going to be sitting with yes, you at the game? watching you score no. the game? No, they don't because, like, hey, enjoy your seats, people. I'm out. Well, I'm buying, di- I'm buying different seats. But here's the problem I ran into. So I get this little link today from the Mets. I click on it, and I find the seats I want. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to buy these seats. I'm good to go. What's the venue? The venue is 
I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> MLB World Tour London, Saturday, 08 June 2024 at 1810. First of all, what the hell does that even mean? Can you just say it's June 8th and the game's at, what does even 1810 mean? 610. Oh, they're doing the military, it's the military yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. I should have known that. Okay, that makes sense. So it's 610 London time. All right, fine. I figured that part out. London Stadium. It's in London Stadium. Then I see the price for my two tickets. Okay. I have no idea because they put it in whatever the pounds. London money is. Pounds. Okay, is a thousand pounds a lot? Uh, yes. Insert Fat Ranger fan yeah. joke here. <laughs> because it says, like, is yes. the pound sign like a weird looking F with a line it's at the an, bottom? It's an L with two lines. That's not, oh, well, hold on. What the heck oh, is so, this? Is this a euro? I don't know. What's that? Oh, What's that? That's, that's, a, pound. that's, that's a, pound. a pound? It's an L. but it's 1,000 pounds is 1,200 U.S. dollars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The dollar me? is weak to the pound, yes. So the tickets I want that are average, like they're behind the plate, but they're high up, you're telling me there's $600 a ticket? No. No, no. no. 1,000 pounds is currently 1,267 U.S. dollars. So if it's 1,000 pounds per ticket. No, no, no. My combined oh, cost yes, yes. was 1,145 pounds. Fat, fat, So fat. it's $600 a ticket. Yes, you're right. What? Are they, are they smoking <laughs> something? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to go, but it's a th- it's a six hundred dollars. Oh, because it's got a Hall of Fame hospitality package. I don't even know what that means. I think what am pe- I getting? People in London are unaware of the Mets rotation right now, so they think yeah. they're getting last year's Mets. <laughs> wow! So do these London games really get priced up like that? So this is two games then. Yes, there's two games. Are you going to both? I am. Oh, that's cool. So I got to buy double the amount of tickets because I want to sit where I want to sit. So 1,145 pounds is basically equal to American dollar. Mm. That's what you're trying to tell me. No, the pound is is one. It's one twenty. What is it to the pound of the dollar? It's got to be like one twenty. Like I got look. I only did a thousand pounds to the. Fat, 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 wait, fat, wait, a thousand pounds is what? You just told me what's twelve hundred and sixty-seven dollars. So you're telling me whatever these pounds are, the American dollars more one dollar and twenty-seven cents. Yes. Per one pound. What a, that's crazy. Right. I'm not buying these tickets. I got to go cheaper. I'm going to go to the upper deck. What section was that? It was section 207, row 54. By the way, have you ever heard of a stadium with 54 rows like that? <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. What a state. And then it says seat number 451 and 452. Oh, no confusion. How do they label How do they label seats in London? It doesn't seem to make any sense. Oh, I think you are in the upper deck. That's an upper deck seat is six hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a problem. <laughs> I, may need, I, I may need to renegotiate my uh, deal. <laughs> uh, let's get back to your calls. Let's go to Don on Long Island. What's up, Don? How you doing, fellas? What's up? Good man. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, TK, you need to start wearing some of Sean's or Ranger um, gear. And uh, one other thing I'd like to say is that Panarin is an All Star, and he's Top five in the league. So Shesterkin's great. He's not Lundqvist, but... Um, so what I you're you trying to say guys. is Panarin is better than Brunson. That's what he's trying to say, Lugie. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair uh, assessment? He's been, better, he's been better longer and having a better season in hockey terms than Brunson is in basketball. There you go. Makes a lot of sense. He actually, that's not even a troll. He is better than Brunson. Let's go to Jim in Kingwood. What's going on, Jim? How you doing, buddy? Good, man. What's, What's up, up, man? Hey, first time, long time. Love it. I was listening to you, and I wanted to make something clear that one thing is apparent versus the Knicks and the Rangers. I've, yeah. I've been to playoff games in, at both of them. Yeah. It's been a while, but I've been there. 
the Garden rocks a whole lot more in a Ranger playoff game than it does for the Knicks. I completely agree with you. I'm glad you said that because Knicks fans love to talk about how loud their arena is, but I agree. I think the Ranger fans get much louder. In fact, last night, the Ranger fans did something that was so overwhelming it caused a visceral reaction from New Jersey Devil broadcasters, and I've never seen the Knicks fans do this to the Nets. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's Chico Resch from last night. Oh, shut up. Fans here, let's go, Rangers. I am sorry. Do it in your own building, not in our building. <laughs> You're damn right. You tell them. Yeah. Hey, Chico, we did do it in our building. Oh, shut up. Our other building. Oh, shut up. <laughs> See, I've never heard net announcers say that, which just shows you Ranger fans get louder in New Jersey than Nick fans got in Brooklyn. No shot. Absolutely not. We no took shot. over Barclays Center. You well, remember? You well, little left with your little tail tucked And Ranger us. fans just took over Prudential Center last and night. And the acoustics are better in Brooklyn. It should be louder, but they didn't. No, it didn't. There. You know what I heard in Philly last night? MVP chance for Brunson. I heard, let's go Knicks. What, they you... took over in opposing teams, no, not Lou locally. Gower. Lou Gower, you had to really crank your TV to hear it, though. You didn't have to crank oh, your Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I, the Knicks fan last night, and I had some friends who were in the building last night, so I got, I got firm answers on this. Decent showing, but we're talking like twenty five percent. Like it wasn't that. It wasn't that overwhelming. Like it was all right. I mean, the Knicks travel well. I'll give them credit. But I think the Ranger fan base is definitely louder. Right. They, they got they got excited. shouted down as soon as they started the MVP chance for Brunson. They got shouted. It got down. shouted down pretty quick. Meanwhile, at the Rock, we had a freak out on the radio. <laughs> Oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. Evan, I think there's something you have to address that you said on the show today, because it's making the rounds on the internet, and I'm sure Greg Giannotti will talk about it on Monday. Would you like to address this? I'll play an audio clip. I know you love audio clips. You're, you're this now is, trending on Twitter. Yes. This is from Evan Roberts from about 10 minutes ago when Evan was talking about getting in a fight with Greg Giannotti. Giannotti would eat me out. Care to comment? I meant to eat me up. Giannotti would eat me out. Twitter is ablaze right now. I may have misspoke. Giannotti would eat me out. <laughs> He'd be up and from me. Well, you guys, you know, all of you. It's man. not a hard guy. Oh, guys. shut up. You're very sick. Oh, the internet's undefeated, man. I was just saying, he was, he'd beat me up. He'd Giannotti eat, would eat me out. He'd eat me up and throw me out. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a Friday. Let's go to Dan in Mount Olive. How you doing, Dan? Ev, you're, uh, you're selling yourself short, buddy. Talking about the morning show there. I think I put my mortgage payment up against uh, taking you up against uh, Mr. Al Dukes. Al oh, Dukes. Here's the thing about Al. See, Al gets this weird bad rap. Mm. Like, Al's in great shape. Yeah. Like, Al yeah. is built. Al's got muscles. Right. And it seems like if he got upset, he'd just go crazy. Oh, yeah. No, but there's no question. He's got crazy <laughs> eyes. Yeah, yeah. And I think he'd admit that. Right. Like, if I started talking about streaming services... <laughs> And the Giants' offensive line, Al would lose his mind and destroy me. He would eat me up and throw me out. How come you guys didn't dump that? Well, I, I was too stunned to dump it. I stared at Tiki. And I, I thought like, only me and him heard it. I didn't even hear it. Sometimes I say things and I, you know, it doesn't come out. Because right. I cut you off real quick, and then they were like, "Did you hear that?" And I go to Sean and go, "Hear what?" And then I go on the internet. I go, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, that's well, my, funny. Well, my apologies. I meant he would eat me up and throw me out. It's a pleasant ride on the Bell Parkway for many. <laughs> Giannotti would eat me out. <laughs> Destroy that audio. No, I'm just kidding. I, yeah. 
I mean, the point was he would eat me up. <laughs> I can't even get it out say beat. Why are you saying eat? He beat because, like, when someone really would beat you up, right. it's like I would eat you up and spit you out. Spit you out. That's what I meant. Uh, That's a real saying, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Like, I'd so. eat you up and oh, spit Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, Chico. We'll get to your calls coming up. Plus, Steve Cohen with public comments on Pete Alonso and his impending free agency. Does it make me and Met fans feel more likely he's coming back? Or is the writing on the wall? We'll all take a listen together. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.